This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation and its upcoming annual convention January 7th through the 12th in Atlanta. Learn more at annualconvention.fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture has a new undersecretary. The Senate voted this afternoon to confirm Robert Bonney as the new undersecretary for farm production and conservation programs. The position will give Bonnie oversight over USDA's Farm Service Agency, Natural Resources Conservation Service, and Risk Management Agency. Bonnie is currently serving as a climate advisor at USDA and has previously been an undersecretary overseeing USDA's forestry and conservation programs. It will actually be Bonnie's second time supervising NRCS, which was under his purview as Natural Resources and Environment Undersecretary during the Obama administration. The Trump administration reorganized the department, putting NRCS under the FPAC mission area. Bonnie has long advocated for using federal finances to back carbon sequestration efforts, including going as far as suggesting USDA's support for a carbon bank. Congressional Republicans have balked at that idea, but more than two dozen Senate Republicans backed Bonnie's 76-19 vote. Steve Davies has more on the confirmation in his story on agripulse.com. Biofuel stakeholders took to a House Ag subcommittee hearing today to voice their frustrations over the lack of blending target proposals from the Biden administration. Under the law that created the Renewable Fuel Standard, annual blending requirements are to be set by November 30th of the previous year. The Trump administration did not set the renewable volume obligations last year, citing the uncertainty fueled by the COVID-19 pandemic. The Biden administration has yet to propose RBOs for next year, Growth Energy CEO Emily Score said that move is creating uncertainty for the biofuels industry. We're already well past our 2021 blending obligations. We've got to get 2022 out so that we get back on track, uh, which is something that the administration had committed it would do at the outset, the beginning of the year. Figures reported by AgriPulse earlier this year showed EPA was considering a retroactive cut to the RVO, something that has Score and others concerned. The rumors that we have heard that this EPA is looking to reopen the 2020 blending uh, requirements for RVOs, that's unprecedented, and we believe there's no legal authority for the agency to do that. She says the administration could be missing a key opportunity to demonstrate a commitment to rural America and biofuels producers. There's more from the hearing in our story on agripulse.com. Harvest is slowing down across the country. Agripulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Many producers have wrapped up their harvest for the year, but a handful of states still have combines in the field. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says out of the 18 major production states, six still have more than 10% of their corn crop left to be harvested. Those states include Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, and Wisconsin. Looking at all six of those states where you see more than 10% of the corn still left standing, only one of those states is actually behind their five-year average pace. That is Indiana, which has struggled with some wetness in recent weeks, 85% harvested. The five-year average is 87%. In case you're wondering which one of the 18 states has the most corn left to harvest, that is Michigan, 76% of the corn harvested by November 14th. But that's significantly ahead of the five-year average of 67%. On the soybean side, four states are still behind the national average and have more than 10% left to be harvested. Those states include Indiana, Michigan, Missouri, and Ohio. Of those four Midwestern states, the state with the most soybeans left in the field 
Also Michigan, struggling with wetness, especially in the south, 20% of the soybeans remaining in the field. The five-year average harvest pace compared to that 80% harvested in Michigan is 85%. There are three states that have wrapped up the soybean harvest. In the south is Louisiana, and becoming the first two states in the Midwest are Minnesota and North Dakota. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join thousands of farmers and ranchers from all across the country at the American Farm Bureau's annual convention in Atlanta, January 7th through the 12th. All are welcome. Register today at annualconvention.fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the National Association of Farm Broadcasting Convention in Kansas City, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse.